Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is a education and mentoring program where we teach people how to build wealth both actively and passively with real estate. Actively primarily through single family and then passively through big apartments, self-storage complexes, senior living complexes, RV parks, and so on. And the whole thing is based off of something that Warren Buffett stated um, 30, 40 years ago, to never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Never depend on a job as your sole source of income. Always invest to create a second stream of income. And he, of course, was not referring to stocks or metals or crypto because they don't produce cash flow. He was referring to income-producing assets like real estate. And since real estate accounts for 70 to 90% of the millionaires in the U.S., we decided to go with real estate because it's obviously the easiest and most effective. Um, I want to start off by talking about a little, uh, I'm going to call it a hit job by the Wall Street Journal on a company in Dallas uh, run by a friend of mine. Um, They also hammered away at um, Grant Cardone. And it's just what I've been telling you about the news They are there. Reporters try to be good people. I believe that every, just about every reporter out there is trying to do the right thing. The problem is doing the right thing doesn't sell advertising. And their boss wants them to sell advertising. You can say, oh, wait a minute. These reporters, they're there to tell the truth and they're there to inform us and nope, sorry, they're there to sell advertising. So this friend of mine, Brad Sumrock, has an organization in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and they have literally bought over a hundred apartment complexes, okay? One of the sponsors, the people in charge of running the apartment complexes, did some illegal stuff. Ended up getting foreclosed on. Big problem. So the Wall Street Journal comes in and they just lambast the whole concept of passive income they lambast uh, Brad Sumrock. Uh, they lambast uh, Grant Cardone. 
I'm sure if they'd have known my name, they would have thrown it in there as well. How many of you have figured out what's wrong with that report? Done a hundred deals. A couple of them go bad. What are the reporters focusing on? The 90 plus percent that went well? No. The one or two percent that went bad. They literally can't sell advertising if they tell you about successful things. They can't. People don't want to see that. They want to see the blood, the gore, the pain, the suffering. That's what sells advertising. And so these poor reporters who may be idealistic and thinking, I'm going to help change the world. I'm going to report. I'm going to, and that's why I say reporters are good people. Most of them, I'm sure there's some, like with anything, there's some bad, but most reporters really are out there hoping that they can help. But the question is, why didn't he go to Brad, find out that 90 plus percent of the deals worked, one or two percent didn't, and then report on that? Because it wouldn't sell advertising. You people that watch the news, you're not getting informed. You're just being you're just being shown the blood. If it bleeds, it leads. So be very cautious um, when watching the news. It it really is a complete waste of time. All you have to do is go to pick your favorite TV station with your favorite news and go to their website and scroll down. You'll see ads for hair removal, ads to make you look younger, ads for just garbage. They're not there to inform you. Their underlying mission is to sell advertising. It is the wrong place to get your information. And you need to be really thinking. They go, wait a second. One deal went bad. It's all over the news. Why weren't they the, there for the other 90 deals that went great? Why weren't they reporting on that? So, again, be cautious. If you're a news watcher, you're being dumbed down. You're only seeing the blood. You're not seeing the success in life. You better be out there reading, attending seminars, and getting around successful people. Otherwise, all you're ever going to see is the blood in the street. Just a horrible situation. Speaking of reporters, I got another funny story for you. Um, I got a request from U.S. News and World Report, very respectable magazine, and they said they wanted to know what the number one mistake that Americans were making causing 
95% of Americans to fail to retire? What's the number one mistake that people are making? Well, I responded with two mistakes because they're so closely related. But I also brought up the fact that retirement sucks and it's really not the goal. The only thing that made it into the article, that retirement sucks. (laughs) They didn't use any of my financial information. Just that. So what I'm going to do is we're going to discuss the that very briefly because we talked about it Monday or Tuesday. I just want to go over it quickly and then we're going to talk about fear and how to overcome it. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're going to just briefly go over these two big mistakes um, at the request of a listener. The two big mistakes are first, and these two mistakes are a one-two punch. And Again, I'm just going to go over them briefly for this listener. But the first one is people who remain poor and middle class all their lives they have a tendency to buy the toys first and then they say after I've bought all my toys I'll start saving for retirement the problem is that when you buy all the toys first there is no money there is no money left over Um, it's a thing called lifestyle creep and an example comes from the simple fact that most everybody remembers this. When they were in their 20s and 30s, they lived paycheck to paycheck. You know, they only made 30, 40 grand a year. And they got a raise. 6,000 a year, $500 a month. Well, when they got that raise, after a couple of months, they started thinking, you know, my car's not in that good a shape and you know, I could get something with better gas mileage and something a little more, a little nicer, a little safer, and they rationalize the purchase of a car. They go out and purchase the car. Cost them $500 a month. Their raise was $500 a month. They were living paycheck to paycheck before that. They now spent their raise. They're now what? Living paycheck to paycheck again few years pass, they get a raise, 12000 a year, big raise, $1,000 a month. A couple of months later, they realize that their kids are not in the right school district, that the house is not big enough, the house is not nice enough, so they go buy a bigger, fancier house in a different school district that costs them $1,000 more a month. They're now what? 
living paycheck to paycheck again. They get another raise. Time to buy the jet skis. They get another raise. Time to buy the beach house. They get another raise. Time to buy the Harley. Lifestyle creep. It destroys all your income, leaving you nothing to put aside to build wealth. So that's mistake number one. Mistake number two is when people finally do come to their senses and they go, holy Toledo, you know, I'm 40 years old, midlife, two times 40 is 80. They wake up and they go, man, I better start saving. So they stop buying toys. They start saving and they make the second mistake. They buy speculative investments instead of income-producing investments. Now, this one blows my mind. I don't know why anybody, when you've got an option, this investment produces cash flow, this investment doesn't, and they go with the one that doesn't? That makes no sense to me at all. I don't know why any of you are buying assets that don't produce cash flow when there's assets that do produce cash flow. I would never buy anything that doesn't produce cash flow. So they buy stocks, mutual funds, gold, silver, crypto, and just wait for it to go up in value. Gambling. Hope it goes up in value. But what do we know? that the stock market has crashed 18 times in the last 100 years. About every six years it crashes. So it's not going to go up forever. They don't do the math. The stock market average for the last 75 years is right around 7%, even with the ups and downs. After taxes and inflation, that's not very much. In fact, it pretty much just keeps up with inflation. So they're not even making any money on their speculative investments. So there's the one-two punch. First, people screw themselves by buying the toys first, thinking they're going to buy assets later. And then the second punch is when they do finally come to their senses and they start saving for retirement and they start investing, they put their money in ineffective things like the stock market, mutual funds, and things like that. So watch out for those two things. Put a stop to buying the toys and begin investing in income producing assets like real estate. That's how you solve those two problems. Okay, I hope that was clear enough. Um, let's head into what I really wanted to talk about on today's show, which is fear and risk. Fear and risk. Now, I talk about risk a lot, but fear, I don't think I've addressed this probably in a year or two, to be honest with you. The fear is what holds you back. In other words, as I just went through that, 
most of you got it. Most of you can relate to it. And you're going, geez, that's me. I did that. And you want to change. And you go, yes, I'm going to buy income-producing assets instead of speculating. But as you think about buying income-producing assets, what's coming up in your head? Fears. Aren't they? Fears like, what if I can't lease my property? What if I can't get the financing? What if I don't have enough money? What if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? All these fears are coming up and keeping you from taking action. Well, my favorite guy on on this subject is Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar talks about fear as an acronym. And the acronym is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. You've got to understand that if you're afraid of something that somebody else has done effectively, your fear is ridiculous. It's just illogical. But fear, that's the thing about fear. It's not logical. It's just fear. It's just scared. And when you look at people who are successful, you look at the 90% 90 of the millionaires in the U.S. used real estate, and you go, man, I'm going to use real estate, and then all these fears come up. Do you understand that every one of your fears is just bogus? You just made that stuff up because other people are doing it successfully. See, being afraid of jumping out of an airplane without a parachute at 35,000 feet, it's okay to be afraid of that because so far, no one's done that successfully. But when you are paralyzed by fear, fear of owning real estate, fear of passive investing, fear of active investing, fear of buying a little single-family house, that's all bogus. You're making it up so that you don't have to take action. It makes you feel good when you tell your friends, oh, I'd buy some single-family houses, but it's the wrong market. Oh, I'd buy some single-family houses, but... I don't have all the money to put down. Oh, I'd buy some single-family houses, but I'm just afraid I wouldn't be able to lease them. Makes you feel okay, doesn't it? Strokes your ego. Oh, I'm not a loser. Here's the reason. Here's the excuse. Here's the BS that I tell myself. And you feel good. I'm suggesting that you stop doing that. Who cares about feeling good if you're broke? Who cares about feeling good if you're not getting the results from your life that you want? You shouldn't be feeling good about making excuses. Um, Jordan Belfort put it very profoundly 
and I can't use his exact words, but you can figure out what I'm talking about. He said, the only thing standing between you and your goals is the BS story you tell yourself about why you can't achieve them. Every goal that you have that you have not already achieved, you've got some BS story as to why you can't do it. And you hide behind it. Yeah, I can't do it. I don't have the money. I can't do it. I don't have the credit. I can't do it. I don't have the time. I can't do it for this, whatever. It's all BS. But you believe it. So you act on it as if it's true. So fear truly is false evidence appearing real. And I'll share a story about how that came to light for me when we come back from the break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com, TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about this concept of fear as false evidence appearing real. And... The way that this was originally brought to light for me, where I could see it in action, I knew the concept. I had read Zig Ziglar. I knew the concept of false evidence appearing real, but I had never lived it, so it was just a theory. But here's what happened to me. When I was back in corporate America and I was working 70 hours a week, I almost lost my wife. She wanted out of the relationship, and and I could totally understand. I was never there. Between commuting and working 70 hours a week, never there. You know, I say this joke all the time. If you're working 70 hours a week, who's romancing your wife? It ain't you. You better wake up. So once I quit work and saved my marriage, I made a commitment never to get in that position again. Never to get where I was working so much that I had neglected my spouse. So at the end of my third year as a quote-unquote investor, I was really not investing. I was flipping and wholesaling, which is not investing, but we'll just call it investing to keep this discussion simple. At the end of the third year, One of my mentors, Bruce, pulled me aside and he goes, Steve, what are you doing? You're still flipping and wholesaling. When are you going to buy some income-producing real estate? When are you going to buy some houses and rent them out? Now, the first thing you got to understand is that Bruce had 120-some houses. I think it was 123. And he vacationed 
out of the country one to two weeks a month. Okay? He's got 123 houses, manages them himself, and he vacations a week to two weeks a month. Here's what I said to him. I said, well, Bruce, you know, I almost lost my wife because I was working so much. I don't want to buy a bunch of rent houses and get back to a position where I'm working too much. How many of you have figured out what's wrong with the conversation? I'm telling a guy who has 123 houses and vacations a week to two weeks a month that rental real estate consumes a bunch of time. Do you see the stupidity of that fear? I literally realized that I was dumb as a rock. <laughs> he just laughed at me and he goes, Steve, I'll show you how to manage the property the way I do. Don't worry about it. But you've got to own some income producing assets if you're ever going to be successful financially. So after that conversation, I'm proud to say I bought my first rent property about 30 days later. But the important part of it is, did you see how a false belief, the belief that rental real estate consumed a bunch of time, controlled me? Just as if it had been true. It didn't matter that it was a lie. It was in my brain it was real so it controlled me like it was the truth which brings up a point does a belief have to be true to debilitate you and the answer is no if you've got a belief that you can't invest in real estate you can't be a passive investor you can't build wealth with real estate you're right for you but you've got to understand that if you said I can build wealth with real estate you're also right and I'm borrowing from Ford who said whether you think you can or whether you think you can't you're right you're right and people their ego gets stroked. Oh, yeah, I'm right. I can't invest in real estate. I can't own a group of single-family houses. And it makes them feel good. I, it's not that I don't want to. I just can't. Out of my control. Again, that's BS. And it's that attitude that's destroying your life. You got to realize, again, if someone else is doing it successfully and you're afraid of it, you're, you're basically nuts. If anybody, another human being, looks like you, sounds like you, acts like you, has done it, you can do it. And I guarantee, if you were a member of Total Wealth Academy, you'd see people just like you who have done it. And it's, it's inspiring, 
it's encouraging it brings you peace of mind it's just awesome to get around people who are doing it and know that you can do it too because they're just like you so when it comes to fear you really need to question your fears are you afraid of something that other people are doing all the time it's totally ridiculous don't be afraid don't let false evidence appearing real paralyze you and keep you from taking action because it will a false belief is just as damaging if you believe it as if it was true so if it hadn't been for Bruce and some other mentors um, I'd probably still be flipping houses you know going job and flipping is a job it's even taxed that way a lot of people don't realize this because they watch HGTV and they talk about flipping houses and they call it investing it is not investing it is earned income it's a job it's a job and you're taxed on it as earned income you have to pay Social Security Medicare and income taxes on your property and that can be as much as 35 40 percent you make a hundred grand 35 to 40 of it goes to taxes Social Security and Medicare so it's a very difficult road to hoe to say the least all right if you've got questions or maybe a fear you want me to address feel free to call me it's 281-558-5738 281-558-KSEV or you can email me it's steve at totalwealthacademy.com steve at totalwealthacademy.com anything anything you're afraid of any I hate to use the word excuse because then people won't call me or email me but that's what they are what's your excuse you're not in the financial position you want to be in why aren't you doing something to change it what's your excuse what's your fear fire me an email put anonymous at the top and I won't use your name but let's find out what those fears are and get past them if you look at what I do in my 500 bucks Saturday class I'm teaching people almost the entire time how to overcome fear after fear after fear after fear you know it's been said by a million different people but building wealth is not hard people are the problem it's all in your head now the good news is because it's all in your head all you have to do is educate yourself past it and again that's what I do in my Saturday class 
is I show people, hey, I know you've got this fear. Here's how to get past it. Then we get another fear, show you how to get past it, and move forward. When it came time to, for me to buy my rent properties, using the techniques that I teach, that I learned from Bruce, um, I can run 20 or 30 houses in about five, six hours a month. Now, 30 houses is going to make you 12 to 15 grand a month. How many of you would work five or six hours for 12 or 15 grand? Five or six hours a month. And those of you out there listening to me going, oh, I own rent property. It takes a lot more time than that. Sorry, that's because you don't know what you're doing. You either bought the properties wrong, you rehab them incorrectly, you've got them over leased, or you don't know how to fill out a lease to keep tenants from bugging you. You know, um, I can teach you all that. <laughs> if you're out there, literally, and you think that rental property is difficult, sorry, you don't know what you're doing. You need to come see my Saturday class. Spend the 500 bucks and come see my Saturday class. And I'll show you how to lease and deal with tenants in a way that you'll have no problem with them. Okay, I think we have to go to break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. I would like to give you a brief sales pitch for an event we've got this evening. Uh, it's called the Spotlight Night at Total Wealth Academy. And this event is open to members, their guests, and non-members. You're allowed to take one of these. And what it is, is it's kind of a celebration of the success of our members. We have a lady coming in who's a single mom who made the transition from single family to apartments, and she's going to talk about how she got her first single family house and how she moved to a small apartment complex, um, all, again, with the challenges of being a single mom. And for me... This is a inspirational story because a lot of people have the excuse, you know, I got a job, I got kids, blah, blah, blah. So does everybody. Get over it. You know, we've all got the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day, and there's people doing it, and there's people hiding behind, I don't have the time. So it's nice to see someone who has faced the challenge overcome it, meet them, shake their hand, and see they're just like you. Just like you. 
The second case study will be on big apartment complexes and mastering um, apartment investing. And you can see how passive investing works as well. And again, this is a free event. Come in, have a cocktail or two, some snacks, and then watch these case studies and you'll see people just like you who've actually done it and it takes the mystique out of it that these must be different brilliant people or super hardworking people. No, they're people just like you. And again, this is a free event. It's from 6.30. We're done and out of there by 9. Um, If you would like to attend, please come as my guest. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash free. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash free and reserve a seat for you, your wife, or kids 13 and up. Whatever you want to do, come check it out. If you're serious about starting to build some wealth for yourself and your family by buying income-producing assets like real estate, please attend this workshop this evening and you'll see exactly how it works and meet the people who are doing it. Uh, Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash free to reserve a seat. Okay, last thing we want to discuss today in the last few minutes. Oh, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, this first one, I'm going to leave anonymous because my answer may come across a little harsh. I don't mean it to. It just, it's one of these points where if you're sensitive, you may, it may irritate you. But this individual says, look, my money's all in IRAs and 401ks. I can't invest it in income producing assets. Yes, you can. You can use your IRA or 401k to buy real estate or to invest passively in real estate. See, that is that comment shows that you have a low financial IQ. And there's the point I was warning you about that may come across as harsh. You got to understand, it's not harsh. Facts are not harsh. How can you be offended by a fact? The fact is, you didn't know that. That means you have a low financial IQ, and you better get out there and study and read. Because how would you feel if on your 65th birthday you found out, oh, I could have put my IRA and 401k into income-producing assets? You'd be a little upset, wouldn't you? So make sure you're reading. Take responsibility. Admit, man, I got a low financial IQ. And go do something about it. Educate yourself. Come see us. Come to that free event tonight. 
and see people who are using their IRAs and 401ks to buy passive investments. Um, but that there's really, you can't use ignorance as an excuse for failing. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's your responsibility. You alone are responsible for your financial education. Not the government, not high school, not college. You are responsible for your financial education. That's why you got to read, attend seminars, listen to books, meet new people, and build up your financial IQ. So again, I hope none of that came across as harsh. Please do not get offended by the fact that you have a low financial IQ. Um, it's just it's just a fact. It's just there. It's like being you're six foot two. That's no insult. It's just a fact. Okay. All right. Phone lines are open 281 558 5738. 281 558 KSEV. Or you can email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay. This next email. Doesn't say anonymous, but I can't tell the name. The email's just a bunch of numbers. Um, I think, because there's no real question here, I appreciate the kind words about the show. Thank you very much for saying that. I think this almost sounds like a fear that you think it's too late because you're 60 plus. Um, that's not accurate at all. My oldest member is 91, and he's building a passive income stream for his grandkids. It is never too late. There is no expiration date on your foot. It's just not there. You could live another 20 years. You could live another 30 years. You just don't know. You want to prepare for 30 years by building a second stream of income. And no, just because you're mid-60s, well, somewhere in your 60s, it is not too late. Okay, you're reading a lot of books. That's good. Yep, I love I love Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Fantastic book. I will tell you this. Um, we have a couple of free books and a reading list. I'll send you the link, but anybody that would like a couple of free books on finance to read and a reading list, the exact reading list that I use to build my wealth, go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash books, TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash books, and there's two books that you can download in PDF format for free as well as download our reading list so you can start checking those off and getting the information you need to improve your financial IQ. Okay. All right, let's see. We got one more email. This is from Chris. Mm. 
Chris, your 401k is with your present employer and you went to your present employer and they told you no. That's because when you have a 401k at your present employer, they control what you invest in. And people go, that 401k is my money. Okay, really? Go get it. Well, I can't. Thought you said it was your money. It is. Great, go get it. I can't. Got to pay tax and penalty. So it's really not your money. It is my money. It's, it's an argument that goes on forever. The bottom line is, you're going to have to do a thing called a quadro. In a community property state like Texas, you can give your 401k at your present employer to your spouse. Then she can use it to invest passively in real estate. Again, if you've got a 401k with your present employer, they're not going to let you do what you want with it. They're going to control you. And you need to put a stop to that. It's a thing called a quadro. And yes, I teach that in my Saturday class. Okay, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.